think we're off. Perfect. All right. Welcome to episode three of the Sports Bible Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Jackson. Um, it's been a, it's been a while. We took last week off for reading week. Hope all of you guys enjoyed reading week. Took a bit of vacation, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get straight into it. Uh, we'll start out this week with Brantford news, talking about cross country and upcoming soccer trials. How was cross country for you? I know you had a race on Saturday, right? Uh, yes, uh, race went well. Uh, girls finished third overall again. Wow. Uh, led by our returning runner, Faith Neeson, who finished third overall, played in that top three position. Uh, boys team, we did not have enough runners to compete as a team. We had three runners. You need a minimum of four to count. Uh, Francesco um, went out of the race after the first lap due to injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished 18th, job jot. I don't know exactly what he finished. I think it was in the top 40 out of 49. Um, but this week and the next coming up uh, weeks, we are just getting ready for provincials on October 30th in Humber. Okay. Wow. How did you, uh, how did you feel after this race? So now it's your second race. You've had obviously the experience from the first one. How did this one feel for you? Uh, this one, <laughs> I got my PB and AK, uh, ran six seconds faster than my last race, nice. but I did drop uh, a placement, finished 18th instead of last week. I finished 16th. Um, definitely went out too fast at the beginning. I was hanging with a group that I shouldn't be running with at the start. Um, so me going out too fast kind of burnt me out a bit for the rest of the AK. Hmm. But it's, it's a learning experience. So I'll obviously try to run smarter for provincials, which I needed. Um, nationals it is top 25 individual. But I was informed that if the girls team make it um, as a team, which is top three Mm -hmm. that individual runners have to be top 20. So that puts more pressure on me. Um, However, I was in the 20th position heading into the final, I'd say hundred meter sprint. Uh, I did pass two others, which put me in the 18th. Um, So just running smarter and trying to stay in that top 20 for provincials is the main goal because I highly highly believe the girls will make it as a team mm-hmm. so um and then after that get ready for nationals in calgary wow have you ever ever been out to calgary or would it be like a first time thing for you first time first time um everything i know last year and two years ago girls been to alberta uh, which was cold <laughs> um i know a couple people had frostbites um, <laughs> wasn't really they they were really once, once that gun started, they were they weren't really focusing on placement. They were focusing on just getting out of the cold, finishing the race. So mm-hmm. if I do make it, that's my goal: just get out of the cold <laughs> and and and, and suffer. <laughs> For sure, yeah, man. I uh, I wish you all the best. I think um, having the two races that you had, kind of with a short time span, because it was only like a couple weeks apart, right? So. Yeah, two weeks. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's helpful as well, just so you know, you keep in the same flow, the same mindset. You don't really like zone out for too long, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Just got to focus on eating healthy, getting ready for uh, the big one on the 30th. So The 30th, yeah. Um, we'll transition to soccer. We uh, It was announced that Bramford's uh, team will have their first tryouts this coming Thursday. Yep. Um, you're still going to try out, right? Yep. Good, good, good. good. Anyone wants to come out this Thursday, 7 p.m. at the YMCA in the gymnasium, mm-hmm. bring indoor cleats, um, not the just the ones with the flat, the flat ones. So you, you can have some traction on the, the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know this year, as you said in the prior podcast, it's a, it's a rebuild. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of new people coming out, but um, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to see who comes out and looking forward to the uh, meeting new people. So, Yeah, it'll be good, um, especially with a lot of, obviously, first years and second years. I didn't get the chance to um, try out last year. So a lot of new faces will be coming in. But, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good time. It'll be exciting. Yes. Ready to do and, it. Yeah, and if you don't, if you can't come out to the first trout, I know the second trouts are on November 4th at, I think, 8 p.m. in the YMCA as well. Um, and all the girls, they have trials the week after us, or yes. is it twenty? Or is the 28th? So I believe it's the 28th for one of them. And then the other one is November 4th, and theirs is at 7 p.m. Yes, Uh yeah, so anyone who's interested in soccer, well, we only have two varsity sports, so it's just great to go out there and um, just try something new. I know there's intramurals. Um, if you don't want to do soccer or cross country, uh, there's basketball, there's hockey, there's volleyball. Um, all this news is on the Laurier uh, Brantford Instagram. So if you have more questions, just... Uh, Send him an email or DM him. I think that I think that covers um, for Brantford. Yep. Um, I know in the we're transitioning to NBA, the big news right now. I get opening tip-offs coming up, but we're going to talk about uh, just the vaccine. Um, the big one in the news right now is Kyrie Irving. Uh, possible trade from Brooklyn to we don't know where um but this is gonna be a big turnaround for brooklyn how how are they gonna adapt to Kyrie not playing what do what do you what do you think i think i know it's a big blow to just their whole power thing just tipping the thing in their favor i do think it's still possible for them to make the finals i think depending on who they play if we're going to presume it's, it'll be the Lakers, they'll be a, I think it's a 50, 50 shot with Kyrie. I would favor the nets, um, but they still have enough power with James Harden and Kevin Durant plus the roster to, um, to make it to the finals. I believe Harden more, more pressure on Harden than Durant, just because Harden's going to have to do more scoring than he did last year. I think if we combine 
Brooklyn Harden, so where he's more of a floor general, you know, getting other guys involved with Houston Harden, where he was more aggressive, kind of giving the ball, get out of my way. I think he's going to have to balance that out with KD. And with that, they should have enough to make it to the finals without Kyrie Irving. What do you think? Um, it's, it's, that's tough. I know throughout the playoffs, obviously Kyrie and Harden were injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just left Durant. Um, they, uh, they did make it to the second round, but um, just, I don't know. I think Kyrie's a, a, a big role in that, in that team. Mm-hmm. Obviously he's, Harden said he, he's the point guard. Um, he's the guy who runs the offense, calls the plays. He, uh, yes, Harden is a floor general. He was one of the top leaders in assists. Um, it was a big transition from Houston to Brooklyn, being the, as you said, the main guy in Houston, the scorer, the aggressor, to coming into Brooklyn as the more of a floor general, as you said, looking for... Harden and uh, I mean, looking for Durant and Kyrie, but um, I think without Kyrie, I think their their team is good enough to make it to the finals. Obviously, I have Lakers winning it still, um, but I think without Kyrie, they they're still much of a threat in the in the, in the East. Yeah, the Eastern Conference. It's a bit. It's a bit of a. I feel like it. It's not as simple as it was in previous years. Um, I know teams got, a lot of teams got better, like we talked about with the last episode with like Chicago, um, Miami. But I think once once the playoffs come, especially with all the experience the Nets have, the only real threat would obviously be the Bucks. Um, but getting to the finals still should be, it should, it should be doable. Do you think with Kyrie Irving, um, they're guaranteed to win the championship or you don't think Kyrie is that big of a factor? No way. Kyrie, <laughs> no, Kyrie over though, Kyrie. My favorites. Um, people might say it's bias as a, as a <laughs> from Lakers fan, but um, yes, the, the age is, to me, it's not a factor. To other people, it's a factor, but Lakers will win the 2022 championship hands down um without Kyrie or with Kyrie I even have I don't even I don't even see Brooklyn even getting past to the finals I think the book the Bucks are making it back to the finals again the chance to repeat um as much as I would like to see a Brooklyn Lakers finals um I think the Bucks will stop that Nah, I don't. <laughs> I think a healthy, uh, a healthy Nets team can can take out the Bucks. It's it's interesting that KD had to do so much last year, and they still almost won. Um, and now with the even better roster, uh, I think I think now it, it's guaranteed that that if they stay healthy, they win the uh, they they win the East. But with with Kyrie Irving, I feel this vaccination thing, it brings up more of a, I don't want to say a political topic, but it brings up, it's more about the man himself. 
um, we talked about how Andrew Wiggins uh, may not have, he wasn't allowed to play unless he'd been vaccinated. And then he got vaccinated. And then he went out and said that he got vaccinated because he had to play. He needed to play. And Kyrie obviously is in the same situation. You know, some people can see it's as simple as, okay, just go get vaccinated and then you can play for your team. But it's much more than that for Kyrie. Do you agree with his opinion or what do you think? Uh, 100%. You know, it's a, it's a man's opinion. Um, it's obviously his opinions, opinions of the world. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if he doesn't want to get the vaccine, he's like, he, like you know, I don't, I'm not going to force him. Or mm-hmm. I, well, I don't have the power to force him. It's the NBA, it's commissioner. Um, but just looking online and seeing, like, the, the hate he's getting. I know Stephen A. Smith is on is on the whole time past couple of weeks of him they you know they should trade him um he should retire if he doesn't get vaccinated if he doesn't get vaccinated um and then i'm just scrolling through the comments and it's just you know like it's a man's opinion like you know like can't really tell him what to do mm. um it's his it's his own body it's his own choice so um i'm for as an nba fan and the basketball fan i'm you know, you want to see stars play and you want to see superstars get out there and you can watch them. Um, so as a, as a basketball fan, I would like to see Kyrie play. Uh, he's entertaining. But um, if he doesn't, then I ain't going to hate on him. I ain't going to be like, oh, my God, like, you know, what are you doing, Kyrie? Like, you know, get, get, get the vaccine. This is your passion. But it's his own body. It's his own choice. So um, as much as I want to see him play as a fan, I'm not going to judge him if he doesn't get vaccinated sure for sure yeah it's 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 a bigger issue than just all oh, he's like he's my favorite player i just want to see him play um he's kind of like being selfish to his team and the rest of the nba this is your job no i think for the circumstances that it's in it's not it's it's bigger than that and you can't really fault a man for wanting to be careful of what he puts into his body and stuff like that right so yeah 100 percent um now with with this whole you know trade speculation, um, if where do you where do you see him going if if he doesn't get traded? Like where do you see him fit and where do you see uh, Brooklyn trying to attain for him? I saw yesterday a tweet that uh, works out. I think maybe he could go to Portland. I saw that, yeah. I didn't see the tweet, but I, I was going through Instagram video. I saw that uh, with Dame. Um, yeah, it'd be him for Dame, and then plus um, some other players from the Nets. I think it was Cam Thomas, Joe Harris, Claxton. Yep. And, and a and pick. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think everybody wins with that because Dame and Kyrie, they're pretty neck and neck. Like, it's not... I wouldn't, it's hard to say who's better, but you're not losing much. You're not losing much, if anything, if you trade Dame for Kyrie. So, so I'm going to say, I really liked that trade. Well, how about you? What would you say? But the trade, I I do think Portland would, would be the best option. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even sending in the Philly, you get, I know, you know, Simmons for Kyrie is like, you know, Philly's, Philly's running the trade with Simmons, I mean, with Kyrie, but um, mm. adding that big 
point guard on your team who's who's a two-way player not okay, I wouldn't say two-way because he's, he's not rich of an offensive threat but a, um, like a defensive guard who can who's tall and you can really uh, help the team out would, would be good but I see Portland would be a good fit uh, obviously them getting Dame would put them um, even as even more favorites Mm-hmm. to win the championship i'm so sticking with the lakers i gotta support the, the yellow and purple and gold um but them getting dame dame harden durant is a significant improvement from Kyrie from that big three um i see dame as a way better point guard than Kyrie. um dame's definitely a top 10 player in the nba Kyrie's, i say top 20 um but uh them getting Dame would definitely put the Nets over the top. Um, then it, I'd say they get Dame, Nets are heading to the finals. They're not winning. winning. They're winning the finals if they get. No winning. No winning. <laughs> they'll uh, they'll beat the Bucks, but they them getting past um, Lakers would be would be challenged. Even that with you know them making it to the finals with Dame. The storyline's there. It's Durant versus LeBron. It's it's Russ and yeah. Dame. That rivalry back when they were in OKC in Portland. That mm-hmm. reignites. Um, AD has really no matchup. You, you can compare him to Blake, but Blake really can't guard AD. Mm-hmm. Um, Harden has no matchup as well. But, you know, that big three against that big three would definitely be a finals to look forward to. But, um, yeah, Dame... Dame for Kyrie would, would definitely be the the most realistic trade, I think. If not, then Philly. Yeah, I um I agree with your reasoning with Philly. Um, I think even though they lose a lot of offensive power um by getting Ben Simmons, it would it would help them out a lot defensively. They could switch a lot, they could rely on Ben to, to guard the best player and not really, you know, struggle. Um He'd help out their rebounding problem as well. And he gives them more size. So it it could it could definitely work out. But I think one, the the Dame thing is more interesting. 100 percent yeah. Just storyline-wise and all of that. Yeah. Um and then two, it just makes them even more powerful offensively. Because we know we've seen Dame get hot and what he does when he gets hot over the last, you know, six or seven years. So I, I think they they get Dame they they win it all pretty easily because <laughs> the Lakers don't have the defenders to guard all three of them. There, there's it's too much. I think it's way too much. I don't know. I mean, like we'll just see what I, what comes up in the next couple of weeks if mm-hmm. Kyrie does get traded. But th- that's if Kyrie if he decides to get the vaccine place. So yeah, that one's up in the air. But um, exactly, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens tomorrow because it is, it is, uh, Nets Bucks. It is Lakers Warriors, seven thirty, ten o'clock. Definitely tuning into both games there. Definitely. Um, without Kyrie, obviously, I'm gonna have to give the edge to the Milwaukee winning that one, um, and Warriors still without Clay. I think Lakers are just going to run over them. I don't know. 
I don't know. The Lakers, I'm not going to count the preseason. I will not. I still think preseason is for rookies (laughs) to show out. Uh, It's just for the, for everybody else, it's just about getting the reps in. I know the Lakers struggled. I know there's a whole storyline about, you know, if things are going to work with Westbrook and LeBron. Um, We, we know it's going to work out by the end of the year. Um, But I also think the Warriors have nothing to lose this season. Um, I know their expectations are, you know, they 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 can surprise people, you know, once they integrate Clay back into the lineup, they could really surprise people. But for me, they have nothing to lose. I think Curry just needs to go out and just play similar to how we played last season. Do you think oh, he, he will? He will 100. Do you think there's a there's an MVP shot for Curry this year? Or I mean, he he wasn't running last year. He was he was top three with Jokic and Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I said it before to uh, in my head and to a couple to the uh, couple other people outside. Clay, okay, I I'd say I, I did say Clay was going to win MVP, but I didn't expect them to, you know, be out until the new year. So can't really, I can't really give it to him. Half mm-hmm. a season to win MVP is impossible, um, but. I can see Curry being running again, 100%. Mm-hmm. Advantages. He has the ability to drop 40 any game for you if he wants to. You saw him last year with the stretch, of the 40-game the stretches near the end of the, the regular season, which put him into the conversation. Without those 40-game stretches, he would have he would have been a top five for sure, but he definitely would have been top three in the MVP running without those 40 games, the 40-point games. Um, so yeah, I, I see him, I, I could see him running again. Um, but, um, I feel like this year it's going to be Embiid. I feel like this year it's going to be straight Embiid. He's going <laughs> to, if he stays healthy, he, he's winning MVP. Embiid. Hmm. I think, yeah, he has, he has a lot to prove himself. The whole Philadelphia saga is has put even more attention on him, um, how he's going to play. And if Ben's not going to play for a while, then it's going to be all on Embiid to do, you know, majority of the work. Um, he, yeah, yeah, I think so too. If he's healthy, Embiid should take it. I'm also going to throw Curry in there as part of the top three. And then something's telling me that that KD is gonna have another wild year. Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's been since the whole Achilles injury and how he's been doing since he's been back. I mean, last season he played unbelievable, and then he carried Team USA to uh, to another gold medal. So he's been playing a lot of basketball, but I think because he missed so much basketball as well with the injury. This is where he's about to hit, you know, another gear. And it's crazy to think KD has another gear, but he he can't lose this season. He, he can't lose this season. He knows that just for his legacy-wise as well. He can't he can't fumble this one, you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy to think players like KD, like LeBron, like Brady, mm-hmm. like uh Ronaldo, like Messi, like just the, the order they get. Like the greater they become, it's just it's crazy to think that age doesn't define their uh, 
ability to play sports. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's never really. It's not. It's not like it's something when you think about it on the surface level. It may seem like, oh wow, okay, they're athletes. You know, they could pay for all the medications, the treatments, and blah blah blah. But if if it was that simple, everybody would be playing until their late ages. You know what I mean? Yeah. So clearly, you know, there's there's people cut above the rest that that really stand out. Like LeBron, the whole LeBron thing is crazy in itself. Uh, Nineteen um, years of just pure dominance. Yeah, I and then and then you you talk about Brady as well. That that's just amazing as well. Yeah, and forty four years old and he's still out there as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And Ronaldo and Messi, for how long they both dominated on the same stage. Yeah. But the, the thing is, I, I feel like father time Messi's catching up to him. He hasn't. <laughs> I get, like, he moved to, like, people say the farm league. And, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's not really, like, a uh, really uh, com- competitive league and league. Uh, but he hasn't really been. He hasn't performed well for PSG, and he's, I think he has like one goal that that was in the and came to the Champions League, which is, mm. it was a great goal. It was like it's a messy goal, but um, it's I feel like that time has catched up to him. I feel like he ain't really transitioned into the move from Barca to PSG, and then look at Ronaldo and Player of the Month for Manchester United, three goals in three games. Uh, game winner against Sevilla in the Champions League. So, like, and now you look at the Ballon d'Or, I mean, the, obviously you have to have him in the top 30. You have to have Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think they're going to win it. I think it comes down to the top three for me is going to be Jorginho, just what he's done. He's Champions League winner. He's a uh, Euro champion. He's a, They won the Euros with Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, voted the UEFA midfield of the year. Um, another person who's really underrated that's going to be sneaking in there as top three is Conte. Had a great season with Chelsea. Uh, a key, one of the, if not the most important player for that Chelsea team when they won the Champions League. Didn't really show out for, for France that they, when they lost to Switzerland, but um, he's going to be in there. And I think Robin Lewandowski, just a pro, prolific goal scorer, should have won it when didn't have a Ballon d'Or because you went off. Um, but yeah, that, those those are my top three. Jorginho, Lewandowski, and Conte for the Ballon d'Or. Hmm. It's, I like the arguments you raised for all three of them. I I think Lewandowski should 100% be there. Um, the year he's been having has been... I thought he already reached his peak, Lewandowski. I really did. And then he's come back again to do all of this. And then there's also Benzema. I think Benzema has, has been unplayable at times this season. Um, what he did for France. I don't know if you saw recently what he did um, in the UEFA Nations League for them to win it. Yeah, come um, back against Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he's been carrying Real Madrid since Ronaldo's left. Um, a lot of credit has to be done as well to keep uh, Real Madrid, you know, still relevant. And then 
I'm going to throw in, I think I'm going to throw in Salah. 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 So uh, you got Lewandowski, Benzema, and Salah as your Ballon Top three? Yeah, that's my top three. That's so you're just going to overlook what Jorginho did. The Ballon d'Or, <laughs> if you look at the Ballon d'Or, they collect everything. Your personal accolades, your, your team accolades. And you look at Jorginho, he's won the Euros, he's won the Champions League, he's voted the best midfielder of uh, UEFA. Uh, Conte won the Champions League, most important player for Chelsea. Um, like, you can't, you can't, you can't overlook um, what Jorginho's done. I get he, he wasn't really much of a factor, but um, he did go out there. He did win the Champions League. He did, he did help Italy win the Euros. So he's, he has to be in the conversation, 100%. Like, he has to be in the top three. Yeah, like, yeah. Jorginho, I think Jorginho definitely has a, has a better case than Conte. Um, not to discredit what Conte's done, but just because of the Euro accomplishment as well from Jorginho. He, he has been amazing. I just feel that his team, it's his teams that have been, it's the, the dominance from his teams have kind of amplified how the good he's looked. Not that he's, you know, overrated or anything like that. Just, I think his team accomplishments kind of outweigh his individual performances. If you get what I mean. Yeah, I can I can see that, but again, you know, the it's it's kind of like Ballon d'Or is kind of like the NBA MVP. It's kind of based on everything. Yeah, yeah, I that's mean, true. That's true. It's they, they kind of took away from individual stats and individual accolades, mm-hmm. and kind of brought it to more of like a team, a team award. But um, so that's why. Jorginho for me has been there. It's just because it's based going on based off recent recent winners and what they did it. So like Modric when he won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Champions League uh, semifinalist for I mean a finalist, sorry, for the World Cup, best MVP of the World Cup, best player voted. Um, so that that's why they gave it the Modric based off what he did and what he accomplished. Not but just with himself, but with team-wise. So, if it's going up that, Jorginho has to be the clear winner. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's right. For me, I think winning it this year should be Lewandowski. Um, if not, then Conte. Um, just because Conte, is, he, he gets overlooked so, so much in football. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's a point where it's like, you guys really, you guys like don't know what he is. Like you guys really don't know who Conte is at this at this point. Like <laughs> he definitely needs more credit, and I think him being in that top three will definitely be okay. Like this man is because he is he is hands down the greatest right now in football. Right now he's he's the best center defensive mid. Like he's everywhere in the field. Mm-hmm. So like he has to be in that top three. There's there's no other option. I think I think it's fair to say that we can substitute 
Salah for Jorginho. <laughs> I think after after re-listening to everything you said for what Jorginho has done, he, he deserves to be in the top three. Um, I know, but if we if we talk about the whole team accomplishments thing, do you think Messi winning, you know, the Copa America? Do you think that that does anything extra for him? Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's gonna help him. Definitely get getting the top five with mm-hmm. him winning the Copa America and um definitely what he what he did for Barca before he left. Mm-hmm. But it, it ain't gonna be enough for um top three, right? Because if you look at Barca didn't, didn't win uh La Liga that went to Atletico. Um so like Jorginho is obviously has that over him. He's won Euros, he's won Champions League. They didn't win Prime, but Champions League is the biggest competition out there for league wise. Um, but yeah, I think with him winning the Copa America is push is going to give him the, in the top five for the Bangalore. Hmm. Do you think PSG will win the Champions League? No. Why? I just like what they're doing in league uh, right now is it's it's t- it's time to worry for PSG. Um, obviously, Mbappe wants to leave. He's he's probably going to leave next year. Um, probably to Real Madrid if a if a nowhere else. I mean, they're up on Man City right now. I did have I do have Man City winning the Champions League, but right now they got to get past PSG. Um, I th- I just think I don't know. I think near the end, I think PSG is just going to crumble. Neymar Neymar is battling right now with an injury, groin injury. Um, Bobby and Happy and PSG. Messi can't seem to get going under PSG and under the under the coach. Um, so yeah, but they they did play well against Man City. I can't I can't give them anything. I can't give you know I, I can give them that. But uh, I just think Man City is going to come back in the second leg. I I think we have to get to the final. PSG has to get to the final. Um, with you know with the experience now with Messi, Sergio Ramos, um, it's a it's a big change. I know they have a lot of new players obviously coming in, so that I know they're all great, but it will take some time to adjust to uh, how they all play. We know that their league isn't, you know, the most competitive. So that to me is going to be like where they just get their reps in together. You know, they don't really have to play amazing, you know, game in, game out to get results in League One. So, you know, we should expect to see their best performances in the Champions League, which is why, you know, how Messi scored his, his first goal there. And all of that, I think it's we're gonna have to really look at Messi's performances in the Champions League to see how where they're doing because for them to win, I think Messi should be the player that takes them over the top. Um, you know, there are other powerhouses involved, like Bayern Munich are always good. Um, Man City, like you said, there's still Chelsea, there's Liverpool. Um so it won't be an easy 
you know, way through. But I, with, with everything that PSG has, they have to at least make it to the final. You know, they've crumbled so many times. But with the, with the additions of someone like Sergio Ramos and Messi, once you're final bound, anything is possible. But we know that Sergio Ramos barely lose finals. So once they're there, I think they, they make it through. I am shocked when you were talking about powerhouses <laughs> that you did not add in Manchester United. Nah, man. <laughs> on paper, they are like one of the best teams in the world. On paper, on paper. Not, I'm not saying what they're doing now on the on the pitch, but on paper, when you add someone like Ronaldo in your team. You add in Sancho, you bring in Varane, and you and you keep your young core, and you still have Pogba, you still have Fernandez, you still have Greenwood, Rashford, uh, Martial, and De Gea is starting to come back to his old self when he was one of the top keepers in the in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Like Man United has to be in the conversation for a powerhouse. Any team with Ronaldo is a powerhouse. Any team yes. with Messi, any any team with Messi is a powerhouse. Yes. So him go him going to PSG, and bringing in Ramos for free. Yes, they're Paros, but they're they're choking under the pressure. With Ronaldo and coming to Man United, they shine. I mean, yes, they had they've had shaky starts. They lost last game at the lesser four two, but they have to be. You have to consider them as Paros in the Champions League. Because that's Ronaldo's league. That is, you talk about Champions League, you talk about Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I want to, for me, I want to see a United versus PSG finals. Mm-hmm. I want to see Messi versus Ronaldo in the finals. I want to see uh, Sancho versus um, Neymar. And then Mbappe is like the next coming of Ronaldo. He's just there. Mm-hmm. So if, if it is uh, United PSG, I'm giving the edge to United just because Ronaldo knows how to get it done. He knows how to win. He's a five-time champ- Champions League winner for nothing. Like, you know, I want to see United PSG, but you you have to add, you have to add Manchester United as Barrows. Yeah, I I it's fair to say that on paper they are a powerhouse. I. I just don't trust the management. I don't trust the the man management of um, their current manager, you know, Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah. I, I just he needs to go. Yeah, I don't think he's that guy. He's he's not that guy. He doesn't give me you know Champions League vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't he, think... he said a poor record in Champions League actually, like with Manchester United. Mm-hmm. His record's poor. Yeah, and although they have the players to make it happen, I just their current play style it just it, it's it won't it won't take them far enough. I don't think Ronaldo can carry them that far, and if he does, I mean the fact that it's a possibility that he can carry them that far is you know represents what Ronaldo's all about. But with Ali still there, it's not gonna happen. So. That's why I didn't mention them as a powerhouse. But like you, you have to be fair. You know, on paper, the team is amazing. 
And, you know, game for game, if they're going against, you know, these other big teams, they they can still win. So, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. Just, but, you know, speaking of Ronaldo, speaking of Messi, you know, it's, it's, it's the biggest debate in sports history. You know, you, you know, you got LeBron versus Jordan, mm-hmm. but nothing compares to Ronaldo or Messi. Yeah. So who do you got, Ronaldo or Messi? I have Messi. And <laughs> it's, it's very, it's, it's so close. It's, we could talk about the numbers, the assists, all of that, you know, what they've won. You know, now Messi has the Copa America, so everybody can kill the whole international debate. Um, I just feel like as a, as a soccer fan, I think Messi embodies everything you want to see in a footballer. Not that Ronaldo doesn't, but just from the whole, the passion, the love of the game. Um, we could tell how, how when Messi was young, he was so talented. He had so much potential. And he actually reached that potential. You know what I mean? He reached that potential and more. And there's so many players we've seen are talented but they just never reached that level and Messi did it you know playing for one team and every year it's like he became you know even better than what he was I just feel like as a football fan Messi is everything you want to see and that overpowers any feeling I have towards Ronaldo's greatness Uh, (laughs) but I know you're gonna say Ronaldo, so <laughs> it is Ronaldo. Like, I get the numbers are there. You know, you can talk numbers for hours and hours and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, but Ronaldo, he's a record breaker. Just internationally, he's the he's the best international player this world's ever seen. He just broke the record for international goals. Mm-hmm. He has the Euros. Messi has the Copa, which is like the Euros. Um, but I, I'm going to use your argument when you said Messi, one team, one league for his whole career. This is where Ronaldo has the edge. Ronaldo went to Man United. He conquered Man United. They won the Premier. They won the Champions League. He moves to La Liga. He conquered Real Madrid. They won the La Liga. They won Champions League. He moves to Ju- uh, Juventus. He's, he conquered Serie A. He didn't win Champions League. He won Serie A. Then he moves back to Man United. And right now, he, he's putting on a show. So every league you put Ronaldo in, he shines no matter what. Messi goes to PSG. Oh, four games, no goals, no assists, no impact. Ronaldo has – every league he's, go, he's gone to, the big leagues. Premier, the Premier League is the biggest league out there, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's conquered it. And if he conquers it again this season, there's no debate. If he conquers Prem twice, no debate, especially at his age, 36, 35. It's crazy. He moves like Madrid. He, like he conquered it. Champions mm-hmm. League. It is he conquered Champions League. That that is Ronaldo's league. He has the most goals. His five championships. I get Ballon d'Ors. Messi is six. Ronaldo's five. Um, just anywhere he goes, he conquers. He's he's conquered international with winning Euros, and in the the pretty sure he won the the super the super. The, the, the Nations League. Mm-hmm. 
Like and anywhere he goes, he conquers. Like that is where greatness comes in. You go in anywhere and you conquer anything, you're great. Jordan, he went in anywhere, he conquered. He conquered playoffs, he conquered Chicago. Um, yes, he moved to Washington, but that was near the end of his career. But like Ronaldo, even at the end of his career, he's still putting up amazing numbers. Player of the month for Manchester United at the age of 36. Um, game winner against Sevilla. Um, like he has no no signs of, of slowing down. Messi, you've, you've seen it this year that, you know, it's he's starting to slow down a bit. Um, but maybe it's just a slow start. But Ronaldo, from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, consistent. Sometimes he even improves from the beginning to the end. That's where I got Ronaldo over Messi. I feel like we can argue about this all day long, to be honest. 100%. 100%. <laughs> it's, it's so... It's so tricky because I get I get everything you say and I can't, you know, I can't say you're wrong or that that Ronaldo hasn't, you know, conquered everywhere he's played and all of that. So it's so hard to say. Um I know we could appreciate both of what they've done. hundred percent. You have to and how, how they've changed, you know, the whole outlook of football. And you know how the game is played, but just, just Messi just takes it from me. He just, he just takes it home from me. I. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's a very fair argument, and we don't really get a lot of fair arguments in sports. So no, no, it's it's opinion versus opinion when it comes to Ronaldo and Messi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no one's ever seen a side where it's 50 50 like if, if you ask jordan and lebron you ask all like the old heads mm-hmm. or like fans of basketball they're gonna see jordan you ask you know like young 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 people who just started watching basketball when they're 2010 or something they're gonna say lebron so mm-hmm. it's like but like majority of time it's i see 60 40 jordan over lebron when you come to Ronaldo or Messi, it's 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. These 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 are two, one of the two like greatest athletes you'll ever see that it's neck and neck. And yeah. there's no there's no like you talk about third, who's third behind them too. It's you, you can put like Pelly, you can put Maradona, you could put some people say Neymar, uh, you could put anything, but like it's it's like a solid third. You can't but these mm-hmm. two, it's it's Messi Ronaldo or it's Ronaldo over Messi. So, <laughs> which is which is why which is why I like hearing people's opinions on Ronaldo or Messi. Mm-hmm. Some people might turn to stats, and I get Messi has better stats from the Ronaldo. Um, and then some people might turn to the Champions League or international or, um, as I said, you know, the leagues Ronaldo's been to. So, and then you can, now Messi has the Copa America, which adds more arguments for Messi. So. Mm-hmm. it's the point where it's like just admire the two goats for as, as much as you can yeah I I think that's the best way to do it just just take what they've given us and just appreciate it uh, for as long as we can because you know we know it's in its latter stages of of what we're going to see from them and 
now we're uh, you know ushering new the new age who would you say is the top two after those two i think i think it's clear who the names are but who who would you who would you say it is who's in who's the next big debates after ronaldo messi I think it, yeah, I think it's Mbappe and Holland. Mbappe Holland, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. These are these are two young stars coming up. Um, yeah, I think as soon as Holland leaves Dortmund, mm-hmm. I think he should come to the Premier League. It's it's over. But oh, yeah. I would I'd love to see him in the Prem. Obviously, yeah. if he's comes to Arsenal, then I'll be happy. But I don't want to I don't want to burst him. Wait, you're an Arsenal fan? I don't want to see Holland. I don't want to see Arsenal ripping through Arsenal. <laughs> That's gonna be disappointing to see. <laughs> I'm a, I'm an Arsenal fan too. Yeah, bro. I uh... okay. <laughs> but finally, we we can uh, we can agree agree on something with soccer. Yeah, I went on. Oh, if you play, on at three o'clock. I gotta watch it. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're playing uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that easy. Wipe the floor of them. Yeah, we should we should run through them. I think I can't believe you're an Arsenal fan. That's crazy. That's a, that's an announcement on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a big news. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a gunner. I'm a gunner for life. Oh, uh, we gotta. We have a. We have to have an episode where we just talk about Arsenal, bro. Because <laughs> there's a. hundred percent. There's a. There's a lot of issues going rich, on there. Rich history. It's so. It's rich history. Yeah. And now it's moving into like. We had such a great team and. We kind of stopped for a bit, and then once we got like Sanchez and Mezic came in, and just came back in the Champions League, and then everything just fell apart. Right yeah. after uh, Wagner left, everything fell apart. Yeah, it's <laughs> we've been struggling for it's, a while. It's a lot of mental health battles. Yeah, I'll it, tell you that. It is, <laughs> it is. Trust me, it's it's up and down with this team. Up and down. Up and down, man. Just like a, it's an unhealthy relationship. It's, it's an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, yes. Yes, but you know, but yeah, Haaland in the Premier League and then Mbappe at Real Madrid. That uh, oh, that would be exciting. Yeah, even if Haaland goes to Barca, Mm -hmm. Mbappe goes to Real Madrid. Now, now I have the new Classical. Yeah, and that's that. That's very possible too. I know Barcelona have to fix you know their financial thing, but them getting Haaland would would not surprise us. They're broke. Yeah. Oh, 100, yeah, no. I, I don't think it's out of the question, though, because, as you said, financially, um, mm-hmm. I think one of the, one of the bigger teams is going to scoop them up. If it's yeah. not City or if it's not someone, someone's going to scoop them. Um, I don't think United has the cash room, but I wouldn't be surprised if Byron pick them up just to replace Lewandowski. I know, but you know the whole like stigma around Bayern taking the best players in the Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah. um, I I just think I think Holland, he's not one of those guys. He's I, I I'm not sure if he came out and said that he wouldn't play for like Bayern, like he wouldn't move there just because of his respect for Dortmund. Um, but yeah, I just. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. He wants to conquer. Like, he wants to be better than Lewandowski. You know what I mean? So I don't think he would want to play for the same team type of thing. Yeah, um, I, I see. I agree with you how, yeah, United have Ronaldo for, you know, at least two more seasons. So I don't see him going there because he doesn't want to be a Ronaldo shadow. And then Chelsea already have Lukaku, right? So him going there doesn't make sense either. And then City, City need a striker, but... I mean, there's no buts. Haaland, if Haaland goes there, it's game over. 
um, City's winning everything. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and then I do see Liverpool as a, you know, viable option. You know, him replacing Firmino and then just being their main yep. guy with Salah and Mane, that's very, very, you know, I think that'd we could... That'd be crazy that, front three. That'd be an insane front three, yeah. It really revamped the whole yeah. team. I would love yeah. if he came to Arsenal, you know, replace Lacazette or Bobby Yang. I think, you know, that's a it's challenge. Going to. <laughs> I don't think it's going to. As much as, a, you know, us Arsenal fans could be very optimistic, I don't think it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a downgrade for his career. We don't even have Champions League or Europa League right now. Yeah, no. so. <laughs> we got we got nothing. We got nothing going for us. So, <laughs> yeah. It's fine, though. But um, just... Going back to the Ronald Messi thing, um, without them, I wouldn't be a soccer fan. They definitely inspired me to watch football and actually go into it a lot more. So, yeah, just I, uh... the, the end of day, end of day here, just admire, admire your role models. What are yeah. you say? <laughs> yeah, choose, choose the right ones. <laughs> Yes, um, yes. <laughs> but I think Messi and Ronaldo are, you know, ideal characters to look at, um, you know, model their game, um, look at the values they represent also. You know, yeah. both fierce competitors, you know, everybody talks about how Ronaldo's arrogant and all of that, but to be the best, you know, you need some arrogance to you. So, yeah, yeah. and um, I know... With Messi, it's more of a passion thing. You can just tell he loves the game so much. He plays with so much, you know, fun, so much um, enthusiasm. He's always, you know, he always seems happy on the field. So with the good and, you know, the bad, Messi and Ronaldo are the are the top-tier athletes. And, you know, we were going to end off asking who would you, you know, prefer over Messi versus Ronaldo. But after hearing our opinions, I think, you know, it's not. It's not a simple question to answer. No, it's 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 not. It's not. It's really not. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you have opinions, let us know. As you said, IG's mine's at Jack Jack Rice, and mine is at Michael underscore Oka with two A's at the end. Just let us know, Ronaldo or Messi. Just make sure you come back, as I said, with points. Hmm. You know that I pick Ronaldo, so come at me with Messi. You know, if you like Messi, <laughs> come at him with Ronaldo. Um, but that, that will conclude week uh, episode three of the Sports Bible. Uh, I've been your co-host, Jackson. I've been Michael, and we'll be back here next week for episode four. Yes. Uh, stay safe. Stay blessed. Uh And we'll look forward to seeing you at the tryouts Thursday at 7 p.m. Yes, sir.